Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar, reminding us all there's certainly many wonderful things to do culturally, historically, and yes, flat out fun right here in Mississippi. Just go to visit Mississippi.org. To find out more. Well, with my friends in the arts, we don't have a a lot to do these days, uh, but stay at home and do home repairs and projects, which is what I've been doing. My guest today knows all about that, as he was and still is one of the stars on the hit TV show Home Improvements. He was also one of my very first to ever be on this show almost three years ago. Have mercy. Can you believe I've been on the air this long? Well, it's time to get him back on. He's one of the truly great talents and really great guy in our business has a golf game to boot and a wonderful, wonderful lady by his side named Tootie, who's also very talented in her own right. So let's catch up with my man that needs no introduction or even a Wikipedia page because he's that famous and see what's going on the last few years. I want to talk about his theater, uh, his new endorsements, uh, the the brand ambassadorships, everything, since we last chatted, we're going to catch up, recap, before and beyond with my pal in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, the great Richard Karn. Hey, Rick. Steve. <laughs> you know, I, I know that you have a lot to say, but three years, you've been, you've been talking for three years? <laughs> I've run out of friends. You know what I mean? It's, you know, I've gone to my friends, friends, friends friends so you know i'm I'm on i'm just just kind of grinding it out here it's it's been you know it's been so much fun uh and as i've evolved and and sometimes my mind is pretty foggy and my listeners know it and i hope they forgive me for it but uh asking questions is a whole lot more difficult than answering them you know what i mean and you don't want to ask the same junk like you know think about it how many times have you had the stock questions and you could just put it hit the hit the play button and uh you want to you want to answer questions like they're the first time you've ever been asked. But when you've been asked the same cliche questions for a thousand, you know, thousands of times, uh, sometimes you uh, you just sound monotone, I guess. And maybe even in print, it looks monotone. So I try to shake it up a little bit. And uh, it's been three years since we shook it up. What's been going on? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Three years. A a lot has gone on. In fact, a lot has gone on just in the last six months. Don't you think? Yeah. I, 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 you know, I had one huge event that happened in early March, which was uh, a golf tournament in Palm Springs for for uh, uh, St. Jude. Wonderful. And there were a lot of people at that tournament, but I don't think I heard of one person that actually got um, sick at that point. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it just all broke loose. And 
really, we haven't been doing anything for the last six months. Yeah. You, so you guys, you and Tootie, have been sort of locked up? Yeah. Well, Tootie, more than me, she's, she's very uh, vigilant about that. I've been getting out and playing some golf. Yeah. Um, she, there's a lot of things that she just does not want to get involved with. I actually, I, I had to turn down a job up in Toronto, or not Toronto, but Montreal, to do a Christmas movie because uh, they would fly me up there and then I'd have to sit in my uh, hotel room for two weeks to quarantine before we could even start shooting. Wow. Yeah, that's what's happening. I mean, the the arts, we're getting pounded, but so is... 99% 99% of the businesses. I mean, it's it's uh in our world. I mean, we're not alone. So uh and and no. and it's definitely a, a trying time and a troubling time and and I know people are exhausted. Kids are obviously tired. They, you know, think I think about our daughter at, and and all the kids in college who's supposed to have this incredible college experience and they and they're trying to have it. We you know and and they're trying to be careful. A lot of a lot of kids uh, and it's just uh, it's just awful. They got to come home at Thanksgiving again, which I love seeing our kids. But you know, when you're 18 to 21 or 22, you're you're sort of starting to get those wings that you really want to fly and and discover that independence and and friends for the rest of your life. And and they're getting yeah. you know stifled. So I, I feel sorry for them, especially you know during this time. Well, it's just it's going to be a different uh, you know a different experience for them. It's going to be and different memories and. Yeah. And obviously, you know, now, now that we have kids and, and stuff, we realize, uh, you know, like our parents before us, that it, everything's just a little different. You, you can't have the same experiences over and over and over again, right. necessarily. You, you know, we're talking to Richard Carn, and we call him Rick. And so, Rick, wait, think about what you just said, our parents and their parents. We, they've all gone through trials. You know, we've all gone through wars you know or you know i say we uh, you know you know what I'm yeah. saying? we have been we've been well when you think about you know somebody that was born in 1900 yeah right yeah. i mean when they were uh, 14 or their teenagers they had the spanish flu that's right uh, a couple of years later they had world war one a couple of years later they had the great depression mm. i mean yeah, that that was a uh, that was a generation that really went through a lot of stuff. Yeah. We, you know, on the other hand, we've got nine eleven. We have uh, this right. pandemic. We have the downturn of oh uh, seven or eight, whatever. But uh, you know, I, the human condition. We, we do go on, and we try to learn from our mistakes. But we seem to make a lot of them over and over and over again. Yeah, we do. What about first of all the fires out there? I've been talking to Strack. You know, our sons out there. And he said it's yeah. pretty ashy. You know what I mean? It's uh, pretty cloudy. I guess the word's cloudy, and you've got a pool out well, there. Well, certain areas, yeah. it depends on if you're where the wind blows. You know, they're they're getting ash from California and Oklahoma. Wow, are you kidding? I'm not. I'm not. It's just uh, you know the trade winds will will blow all that stuff. And there's a lot there's a lot of fires going on. And yeah, I know it's just uh, you know we've had triple digit the heat uh, heat waves yeah. and things like that. And and I know you guys are not averse to that. Mississippi gets gets heat and humidity. Yeah, but Richard, but, we uh, haven't had we haven't had anything close to 111, and, and even close to probably 104. I mean, we right now it's about 80. I mean, our actually our temperatures this summer have been extremely mild we've had breezes it's been very unusual and now september to me has become what june used to be or july basically so september now our our heat extends further than i remember as a kid and maybe i'm just maybe when you're younger you don't feel the heat as much but 
I promise you, in my mind, I feel like September now is like the hottest month. Uh, that really? in August. So it's like the heat takes a while. Anyway, we've had a very mild summer. It's been nice. Well, good, good. Interesting. Um, what about the the uh, the rain right now? The hurricane that's coming in. Yeah, um, a couple more slow coming. moving. They say. Yeah. Just dumping a lot of water. Are you guys okay? Yeah. The last. The last. Well, so far so good. But the last one, you know, uh, uh, just a couple weeks ago, man, it was wild. I mean, it, the winds were just. You know, we're so far inland, but the winds by the time they made it here, four hours. You know, four hours. If it's a four hour and a half, four and a half hour drive to the Gulf Coast. I mean, they were. It was. It was a lot. It was serious. I mean, it was. It was. Uh, it was thick and howling. <laughs> so, uh, but we were fine. I mean, you just got to pick up. You know, the yard just got cut and all the stuff, and then you have all this debris. You know, so you're going like, come on. And then the pool. I mean, I won't even talk about this as the pool boy of our house, which I am mostly. Uh, it's it's interesting when you finally get it clean. Then you're we call uh, our Polaris Frida Freddie Joe, which our daughter Cecilia named. And Frida Freddie Joe, you can't live with her. You can't live without her. She is like owning a a small yacht between the pool and and the and the Polaris. The Polaris stays broke, and I don't understand it. So I know you have a pool there. What's your what, you've been uh, spending time in the pool or spending more time cleaning it like me? Well, yeah, I know we um, we haven't been using our pool as much as we think we're going to use it that's that's the weird thing but we have been we've been spending a lot of time in the backyard uh, you know hanging out we we have a puppy now so we're oh. throwing them we're throwing the, uh, the the ball or the the toy or whatever and she can do that back and forth you know a thousand times and still it's like the first time ever right <laughs> so but you know consequently you said earlier uh, you know you're, you're spending all this time at the house and I notice things that need to be fixed and I I have gotten done, stuff done that I've put off for two, three, four years. I literally have. <laughs> I mean, just, just last week, I finally had, had the, the gumption to uh, to get some water damage in the in the bathroom fixed, and uh, it feels good, but I go, wow, I let that happen for two or three years. A real live home improvement you're living right now. You know that. A, a real live home improvement. How good are you actually at, at stuff like that? I'm, I'm good. I, you know, Ninety percent of it is just trying. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it might look daunting or seem or seem tough, but if you just do it, you go, oh, okay, you can figure it out. Most of us are, are intelligent enough to do that. And um, speak for you yourself. know, the biggest thing right now is I <laughs> I put in a sprinkler, uh, a smart sprinkler. Oh. So now I have to figure out how to put it onto my phone. Yeah, and, baby. And <laughs> and how to you know worry about the areas and uh, yeah. this and that. So. That's my next big, big project. Well, we're gonna. I can't wait to to grab your phone when you're not paying attention. I'm gonna be watering your yard uh, on the, when you when you're not when you're hitting a shot into number six. The next time we play, that'll be me going like, "Why is the uh, sprinkler on?" And Steve got a hold of your phone. We're with the great Rick Carn. Well, it's the, a smart yeah, sprinkler. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, then I can't work it. Then I'm out. Exactly. <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> We're with Rick Karn in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org to plan your next getaway. A whole lot of stuff right around the block from you. I, I can't wait to keep catching up. This is what this show is going to be all about. You guys have front row and bless your hearts. We'll be right back. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm in a hurry. I am with Richard Karn, Rick Karn, 
Uh, just so excited to have him in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out everything you can do right now. So many great things. Blues trails, country music trails, uh, museums. I mean, come on. Ernie and Bert were created right down the street from me. I mean, that's how it rolls down here. Uh, so it's been a while since I've talked to Richard Carn. We text every once in a while, check on each other. But he was on our show three years ago. He sort of broke me in. And, uh, and I'm still getting broken in by a lot of my friends, but it's great to have you on again. So let's get into what you've been doing. You have gone back into the world of theater, and you've also got some great, uh, you're a brand ambassador for some great products and stuff that you continue to do that makes all the sense in the world. So take me back on the last few years of, of your theatrical experiences, and also Tootie's been with you at times as well on stage, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, last year, uh, during the Christmas, Thanksgiving, Christmas kind of vacation holiday time, uh, we were in Kansas City doing a play called. Uh, oh, bear with me. <laughs> I love um, it. Pure madness, uh, uh, which is a kind of a comedy murder mystery, and we were on stage together. We uh, they put us up in this beautiful little house right there in Overland Park, Kansas, and we were twenty four seven together doing a play, living together, uh, you know, and. And for a married couple coming up on 35 years of marriage, that's that's very interesting to just have that much time mm-hmm. together, you know, um, not forced, but just because of circumstances. Well, those are good circumstances. So, uh, yeah, they are. So you've you obviously started you guys started in theater. Am I correct? Yeah, we met doing a play. Right. Right. Broadway. Right. Right. And you just. It's funny. I mean, you you've been doing this a lot over the last how many years now? You've really gotten your gotten all back, you know, back into the whole shebang. You're doing it every year. Uh, well, almost, yeah. And and literally took twenty years off. I, you know, when Cooper was born, right. and Home Improvement was was going on, I had chances to do theater, but it really. Theater takes you away every night, and some of it was, you know, I had a chance to go do the West End in London, and, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, you know, that's just taking me too far away from from something I want to be around. And so I didn't do I didn't do theater for twenty years. So when I started back up again, it was um, it was this beautiful theater again in Kansas that offered me this job for three months, and I I went and did it, and it was scary because you know when you do television and film. You're putting together, you know, three, four, five minutes at a shot, and then and then uh, do the next scene. You don't have to do everything in a two-hour period like you do with theater. And so, getting that muscle back up and running again was uh, was a little scary. Right, right, and that and that's to me is the part that I don't think I could ever. I just couldn't do it. I'm not built that way. I mean, it's funny if you ask me lyrics to my, the songs that I write. If, if you ask me, I'm probably going to stumble. It's just sort of second nature to me just to, you know, remember the words without thinking about it, right? So when you right. when you prep and you're going into, and then I have two, this is a twofold question. When you go in and so say the versus theater, you have to be on point, right? You can't be ad-libbing like versus TV possibly that they give you a little bit of uh, a free reign to just sort of explore. <laughs> you you really can't do some ad-libbing on, on on stage unless you go up. If you all of a sudden forget the next line, uh, all of a sudden you are forced into ad-libbing or or at least doing something and your part you're looking at your partner with <laughs> with a, a pleading look in your eyes to help me. I'm not sure where we are, 
which has happened because, you know, one of the plays I did was the three-person play, and there was a lot, a lot of, uh, of on stage. And for the first few days when, after we opened, I, I kind of blanked on some stuff because we only had 10 days of rehearsal. Oh, wow. So I, I uh, really was tap dancing until I got, until I got it under, under control. And uh, it was really funny because the day that I felt like, okay, I got everything ready, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, uh, do some extra stuff. So on a monologue that I would usually walk downstage left, I go, no, you know what, I'm going to go downstage right. <laughs> and I turned to go down right, and I and I go, nope, those aren't where those words are. I, I had to turn around oh and go the God. other way. <laughs> yeah, because because a lot of of my memory is is um, anchored by what I'm doing physically. Right, that's amazing to me. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes total sense. Uh, I don't know if I could sing a song without playing my guitar. I mean, you know, that's part yeah. of the part. I guess it's part of the the one two punch. We're talking to Rick Karn. Um, uh, I was going to ask you, so prep-wise, okay, so you know our minds have to be sh- very sharp when it's game time, right? So for you, yes. do you have like a regime that you do before you know, okay, I've got to have a certain amount of rest, voice rest, because you're a singer as well, but a-, a certain amount of brain rest, you know what I mean? So your so your mind can work. Yes, and yeah, you you really do. Um, and a-, a lot of it is just going back over and over the, the tech. You know, I will I will look at it every day and and sometimes even during the show i'll go back you know when i'm off stage i'll i'll look at something i'll go yeah okay all right and um what's really lovely to do though is when you get two and a half months of a run you find stuff um that is connected in ways that you would not have found in the first two weeks of rehearsal or the first week of of playing in on stage all of a sudden you're finding other things um that connect you to to the story and the text, which I think just makes it, um, you know, personally, it makes it more fulfilling. And hopefully that transfers to the audience watching, too. Do you feel like you sort of get a little bit more intimately involved, maybe? This, Absolutely. This, this, this and then character. I think back, you know, when we were doing Home Improvement, we had five days. So the stuff that we were doing in five days was, you know, I'm not going to say it's shallow, but if we had had a few more weeks of the same script to work on, I, you know, we would have found things, uh, you know, a lot deeper, but, you know, different medium, totally different medium. Take me back to those days again, just to to recap. I mean, obviously, uh, the way you got in was was uh, you you sort of took somebody else's part. I can't quite remember how it worked out, but it was meant to be is what it was. (laughs) Well, you know, when you look back on it, it's like, how could it have not happened this way? But when you're in the middle of the firestorm, you go, my my goodness, boy, I was lucky there. Oh, uh, boy, that was a great break. You you know, all those things that that had to happen uh, to get certain jobs. You know, and then there are other jobs that just fall in your lap and and it just happens and and you just do it. But home improvement was something that that really evolved over years of of, uh, putting things together. You know, working with somebody who later called you to do something else where you met this person or that person that four or five years later uh, blossomed into this. Uh, There were a lot of things that happened for home improvement. And then when you look back on you go, well, yeah, I mean, it was destiny and and, uh, I'm so glad it happened. Your relationships with everybody on the show, were they they as peaceful looking and uh, as, as it seemed to the, to the viewer like us? For most of the part, yeah, and then you know, then there were there there were things that that just uh, you, you know when you get 
when you get creative people working on something, people have different ideas of, of how they want to go, and, and you really have to uh, compromise and work together to, to make things. And, and sometimes that can be stressful or, you know, can add some fireworks. But for the most part, the, the, everybody was really great. I, I will say that there was an episode of Home Improvement where I, I kind of fought back with the, with the, um, the writer, uh, the 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 showrunner because I, I felt like we were missing something I felt like there was a, a a part of of this particular scene that that should have explored more stuff and and I you know we butted heads we we came to a a, a great thing that that happened and it made it it made that show that much more special for me wow I love it well I mean look at some point you. <laughs> You are a creative person, and uh, you need to be able to, you know, when it, when your character becomes sort of, uh, I guess the best way to explain it, you become one with who you are. <laughs> I mean, you got to have enough of a say at that point because you you've got your you you're all in. You know what I mean? And and you and you sort of got your character figured out. I sort of yeah. feel like your character was a lot you. Uh, after getting to know you, I don't see a lot of difference in the two. Uh, you, you, no, no. I mean that as a. I mean that as an intelligent. You had an, You played an intelligent guy with a great sense of humor. Uh, you know, you did. I mean, it wasn't like you were playing uh, uh, Jethro or something. You know what I mean? I mean, you were playing. You weren't playing Gomer Powell. Well, you weren't there, Jim Neighbors was, playing Gomer Powell? There was kind of a goofiness to Al that that was. I got um, that. Laid on, you know, and his inexperience with with women or or his his ability to talk with with uh, with women was was also something that was you know kind of exaggerated right and stuff so i got that i, I got that but and still, then every though. year i'd have to i'd have to go back and go okay who is he you know when we would have a hiatus i'd come back and i'd do something and the director would go no you know al isn't like that he's like a little more like that oh yeah that's right Oh, right. oh, so wow, I, um, oh wow! Well, well, I, let's just say this: you act like that you don't have. You know, well, just let's just say this: you have no game with women. You've had one woman, beautiful woman, for thirty-five <laughs> years. I've got no game. It's been over thirty years. Let's just go into a break because that's the reality. But you were that, that was the the uh, the icing on the cake. All right, so you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, and you're going to go to visit Mississippi.org to find out everything cool you can do this weekend, but you get to play DJ like you did three years ago. So we are the birthplace of American music, and I love celebrating that more than anything. Uh, my, our pal Marty Stewart's about to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. I'm so proud of him. Would you like to hear Marty Stewart or Faith Hill into the break? Oh, man. Let's go with Marty Stewart. That's my man. We'll be right back. I'm with the great Rick Karn. I'm Steve Azar. You're in Mississippi Minute. Yes, little things that I can't resist. Little things make me feel so fine. Got to have your loving honey all the time. Little things. Ooh, when we touch. Little things. You know they mean so much. Little things. Never make me blue. I love those little things In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go. In the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, as always, pay attention to your surroundings. Just keep our beautiful place pristine and clean. Very important, very important. Go to visit Mississippi.org. That's very important to find out a lot of cool, cool things you can do just right there at your fingertips. 
So many incredible cultural, historical things. I'm with my pal Rick Karn. He has made plenty of history in his life and continues to do so. He's not done yet. Uh, let's talk about the history on the golf course. How many hole-in-ones we got? Um, I have five now. <laughs> You're catching up. Woo! <laughs> I, well, I, nothing will uh, you know, ever surpass your hole-in-one from uh, a par four. I mean, how many people can say that? Well, well, let's just say that was the last one. It was a long time ago, and that's about the last time I played good. But I so, remember it well. Yeah, we had a great, it was a great day. And I remember getting out of there quickly uh, so I wouldn't have to pay the bar tab for a lot of our friends because uh, uh, that would have killed us. Well, you see, I just, I just had one two weeks ago. Okay, so tell me about it. Congratulations, uh, by the way. That's wonderful. Thank you. And it, it was gorgeous. It was, it was straightforward. It was, it was a little bit downhill. It was 104. Um, 54 yards. I took a seven iron, and now that my, yeah, you know, I'm older, so I can't see anything past 120 yards. <laughs> the ball just disappears. I don't know what's going on. I I have what they call second sight. I can now read the newspaper without glasses, but anything past 120 yards, a little ball disappears. So I hit that ball, and I go, my God, that was a really great shot. I mean, that was right. That was good towards. And then I, you know, we went down there and I go, oh, man, it's not on the green. I, it must have gone over. And I'm like looking past it. So uh, optimistic. You know, one of my you? playing partner goes, well, look, here's your divot. It's like two feet in front of the hole. And I go, well, look in the hole. And he didn't look in the hole. Uh, so I just thought, well, OK, it went over. And, and finally I go, well, I'm going to look in the hole. And there it was. And Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I, our, you know, the the course that I belong to, we have insurance. We pay a dollar a month for hole in one insurance. So everybody at the club got a drink on me. What a great and idea! It didn't cost me. It didn't. It cost me a dollar a month. Hole in one insurance. I'll be doggone. That's that's the smartest thing I've ever heard. Smart. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So was the ball staring at you? Like the what? What brand ball were we playing? It's always important. Uh, I was playing. I was playing a Titleist a Pro V One. Nice. And it was in the the um, abbreviated cup. You know, we we have the abbreviated cup, so so you don't take the pin out and you don't touch for COVID reasons and things like that. Wow! And getting a stay in there, probably. I wonder if it was one hop and just checked up and just you know you you knew that you hit a great shot. It felt great. I'm wondering yeah. why you were looking over the green because we, you know this is the difference. I go straight to the hole, even if I know I yanked it, just to, just in case. <laughs> Just in case it hit like a, you know somebody or something yeah. and just ricocheted into the hole, I'm so optimistic about. Well, it. you know it was it was uh, it, it was all about the hole because I I went I went around. There's a sand trap between me and going to look at the hole, so it was easier to go to look at the back of the green uh, for you. some reason okay. than to go right to the hole. Well, number so five, I, I was, number five, you're making a lot of no. them lately. You and Kevin Sorbo both have been on a hole-in-one barrage over the last, not that many years, right? Well, I, the last one I had was in was in um, uh, Kansas City. Right. I mean, you're having a lot of them lately. When was your first? My first was in Texas, and I'm playing with, with my brother-in-law, and we, we had a 205-yard par three that was oh a little bit goodness. uphill. There was a fivesome that waved us up, and I hit this shot, and I went, "Wow, that's great!" And I and I look at them for a reaction, and they're like frozen. 
and then all of a sudden they're jumping. And I go, oh, my God, it must be it must be a really good shot. And I run up there, and it's in the hole, and I had a five-some witness that. Wow. Did they get uh, – did they realize it was you? Of course they did. They, well, it was still early in, in Home Improvement, and, and I was a little shy about it. But I went, yeah, yeah, I'm that guy from Home Improvement. I just had my first hole of one, you know. So I, I was very excited. Oh, wow. We're talking to Rick Karn. Okay, so Rick, let's get off golf because our listeners are going to getting sick of me right now and you because okay. some of them don't play the game. And I wish you all did because it's uh it's the play. It's hey, this show doesn't happen without the game of golf. I don't ever get a record deal or a publishing deal without the game of golf. There's just so many relationships. Our foundation. This is how Rick, you and I met playing the game of golf. You get four True. and a half, five. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm not getting off it just yet because this is the importance I feel about it. You can try to have lunch in Music City or in Hollywood or in New York or wherever you are, right? And you can't ever get a lunch. You can't get a lunch. Nobody will see you. But you can spend four and a half hours on the golf course with somebody that could be very valuable to your career and that you get to know each other on a different level. And when you play well together, it's even a bonus. So that's just my thing. And you and I, we never meet if it's not for this game. I mean, maybe we're playing tennis or something, but golf allows you to, to not compete like you know, we compete, but you're walking down the fairway together or riding together. You, there's all this opportunity to get to know each other. Just so important. So important. It's so true. Talking to Rick Karn, I've discovered, uh, now that we've uh, prophesied there, I don't know if that was prophesied. I don't know what that was. Oh, by the way, yeah. you know, my yeah. memory just dropped. Uh, the, the play I was talking about way earlier was you ought to be in pictures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You sure it wasn't funny, girl? <laughs> I swear, I don't. I just can't believe that he didn't write. I thought thought he wrote it. What did? What was his most famous play? And and you know that turned into TV. Well, uh, there were a lot of them. I mean, a lot of of the things he wrote turned into TV or movie. Well, you got the Odd Couple. Oh, the Odd Couple! Got, wow. Yes. Yeah, you've got the Goodbye Girl. You've got. Oh, I'm um, thinking of Goodbye Girl. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. 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 Goodbye, girl. You've got the trilogies of um, uh, Brighton Beach, Biloxi Blues, uh, um, those things. Uh, He's written, uh, you know, a ton of things. Yeah. Amazing talent, right? You think about. Yeah. Who's been a writer uh, like. Like for me, musically, why you know, musician-wise, musical. You know, I grew up loving Springsteen. Just how he just was able to bring you into his world, and uh, but but also talk about your world. He you know he had game to do that. Who's been a writer in your profession that you just absolutely are blown away by? And maybe you've gotten to work with him too, or her. Well, I I um, David Mamet was uh, a force to be reckoned with and his plays you know were were quite amazing um glenn gary glenn ross to be one i oh, saw that so on right. on stage on broadway and it's a 90 minute play with no intermission and i i come out of that theater and i go across the street to this restaurant called charlie's and i go in and i sit at the bar and i'm talking to the bar chair, and i'm going this play was so amazing i was like so jacked up <laughs> on how great that play was and then 20 minutes later, the entire cast and David Mamet come in and sit down. Wow, yeah. And it was the first time I really kind of gushed at, at, peop- at, at performers that I, had, uh, that I have admired. And 
you know. And then years later, I got to work with David Mamet in a little movie uh, up in Seattle while my wife was doing a play at the Seattle Rep. She wow, was doing Girl that's Crazy. so cool. I auditioned for a movie that he did called, um, okay, again, my mind is going to um, blank. That's all right. I, <laughs> um, I expect it at this point because you're talking to me. Yeah, House of Games. It was yeah. called House of Games. Okay. I love it. Wow. Well, that's just great. All right. We're going to go into a quick break. And I want to talk about a lot of the products or, you know, some of the latest things. You, you Something recent that I saw you post or you let me know about or whatever. But you are in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I know, Rick, you know all about how beautiful uh, this place is and how much I live for it and why I moved back. You spent many days, you and Tootie here, doing our Delta Soul. and uh, Yeah. I mean, really, it, it was thanks to you that I got a new appreciation for Mississippi. Uh, and you did Mississippi Christmas, right? I did um, down uh, down on the coast. Christmas in Mississippi was the name of the Hallmark movie, right? Yeah. Or was it Life uh-huh. Hallmark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gulfport. Uh, we were in Gulfport, and Beautiful. you know that was like a year or so after the devastation they had there on the from yeah. one of the hurricanes. Resilient group. Uh, a lot of our friends down there. Uh, they are they are rock star strong in tough situations. Yeah. So always thinking about them. Uh, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org to find out plenty of things to do on the Gulf Coast. You will see a sunset and a sunrise. I'm with Rick Hahn. I'll be right back. It bleeds with mercy and peace. Go on now, please wake me from the dead. I say go on now, please wake me from the dead. Hey folks, Steve Azar here. My friends at Guarantee Bank are setting the standard in banking. Guarantee Bank is committed to excellence in financial services and their delivery to strengthen the communities they serve and help improve the quality of life for those all-important areas. So make your reservation today. Their doors are open. Just schedule your appointment and reserve your spot prior to visiting them at gbtonline.com. The entire team of Guarantee Bank are committed to serving you and keeping you and their staff safe during these unprecedented times. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. It's easier than ever to hear Super Talk anywhere. Now you can get Super Talk Mississippi on Amazon Alexa devices. Just go to supertalk.fm slash Alexa to find out more. For news, politics, sports, and the good things happening in Mississippi, the conversation starts here. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. The news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. Fox News Radio, late breaking, up to the minute, from around the world, around the clock, here on Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Highway, visit Mississippi.org is the place to find your next cool getaway. Come on, trust me. In the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio with my beautiful pal, Rick Karn, Home Improvement, so many great movies, so many great theaters. Uh, he is one of the good, good, good guys in our business. Okay, so lately, as of late, so since we can't get out and perform, and you can't get in a theater and perform, and neither can I, um, brand endorsements and stuff that's, that seems to be a good fit for you and stuff that you've been doing lately. 
you know, because of home improvement, I have created um, this trust with people, um, which I I really try to protect. I don't I don't try to do anything that's that's um, that's going to hurt that. The brand, uh, well, that, brand that you or, represent, or, right, or whatever. But I've I've represented companies for the last twenty years. Uh, right now, I'm I'm doing something with a flooring company that's based out of Atlanta called Fifty Floor, mm-hmm. Fifty Floors. They um, they have this uh, you know wonderful uh, flooring and tile company that that does most of the um, states uh, on the East Coast, uh, a little bit into California, but not much. How are I you also able filmed to... a commercial. In my backyard uh, about two months ago. Oh, that's it. Did you get to write off anything after that? You can write off something. Well, I didn't write it off, but I got paid for my backyard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, wait, back up for a second. I want to know how a 30-year-old can play a 13-year-old. Obviously, you have to be able to look that somewhat. I mean, obviously, you're going to look at it and you go, well, they're not 13. But they play they played the honesty of it and and the uh, you know they just that awkwardness so well that uh, if you look it up um yeah well, it, it plays on on hulu they're very good they're very very funny in fact the first season they got they got an emmy nomination for writing wow was and so what's the name of it again 1015 1015 10 p e n Oh, pen fifteen, p e n fifteen. Yeah, okay, all right. And basically, it, the joke is is that it spells penis. Oh, you can say that on the super talk, I guess. I don't know. Maybe we're going to get bleeped. I don't know. I like that, but I, I get it. I get it, and that's really a technical so it's, term, it's seventh, medical that's term. Seventh grade humor. I got it. Okay, all right. Okay, and then so I didn't know that that was going on, and you probably don't know that I've got new music out. Uh, called, my latest. Absolutely, I know you've got new music out. Gosh, I, I follow you. I feel you. awful. I feel awful. Awful. Uh, I got the, just got in the studio with Cedric Burnside. I'm just I love this man so much. RL's grandson, and uh, he was playing drums for RL at at, at 13. He's a p- true prodigy, uh, and a and a blessing to not only Mississippi but the world. But well, I can't tell you how much fun it was recording Coldwater, and it's doing really well out there. So we've been excited. And I got Rosedale that just came out, and I got Midnight coming up, and so it's this whole My Mississippi reunion. It's a record that is all about. The songs I've written coming together, past and present, and basically a reunion on one vinyl and one digital and CD. So it was fun to make. And uh, but being in the studio with Cedric was just a blessing. And you just, just oh, you know, it's just that sounds great. Really great, really great time. Well, what else are you? Do you have on tap? Are you going to be able to get to get out and do any sort of theater? I mean, what's the reality? No, um, theater is is put on hold for right now. Um, because uh, that you really can't gather that many people. I mean, even movie theaters are slowly coming back, but really, you know, not in California. Uh, other places, yes, but not here. Uh, the biggest thing is, is that Tim and I are going to do a show for the History Channel. What? Tell me about it. Yeah, uh, it's called... Um... <laughs> Uh-oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I you know, know you've got I a know. doctor's appointment today. You, you, you know. <laughs> I, I, uh, I do have a doctor's appointment. Maybe if they can help me. I need brain food. That's yeah. what I need. Yeah, I need you, to yeah, start taking, you know, it's called Assembly Required. Okay. And basically, it's a show where Tim and I um, are hosting this show about teams of people that build something or remodel or fix. 
Wow. And it's all built into um, a competition. We send them something to fix, and maybe in the package that we send them, there are things that are broken that they have to they have to actually fix to make sure that they can build the things oh, that they that they awful. need to. That's awful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's going to be very funny. And we start that in a couple weeks, wow. uh, but it won't air on the History Channel till after the New Year in January, hopefully. Okay, and that's you and Tim Allen. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, so how are y'all getting together and filming? I mean, how is it possible? Well, um, all of the competition is going to be at those people's uh, workshops. So okay. they will be filmed remotely at their places. Tim and I are on our own set. The way we film it, it, it kind of looks like we're all together. Uh, I don't know. It's still, you know, it's still only in my brain. We haven't, we haven't filmed any of it. So it's all kind of um, new and exciting and, and very scary. Well, that sounds like you guys are really going to be your get to be yourselves a lot, and so we are. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. Well, I'm so proud of you. I, I, I miss you, pal. I, I can't believe we hadn't seen each other in so long. Uh, congratulations on a two week go hole in one. At least your game's uh, still rocking like it always has. And uh, hug Tootie for me. Gwen sends her love, and I appreciate you spending a Mississippi minute with me once again. All right, thanks again, buddy. You're doing a great job, and I hope your <laughs> listeners appreciate it. Oh, I love my listeners, uh, and, I, and I hope they do as well. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, folks, with the great Richard Karn. And uh, go to visit Mississippi.org, because that is what I'm doing right when I get off of this call with Rick, and so is he. Blessings. Later on, guys. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them where you can take your sweet time. I'm still trying to find my way hey folks, for over 75 years, Guarantee Bank has been committed to meeting the financial needs of their customers and communities. Even during this challenging time, that commitment remains the same. They're always there to serve your everyday banking needs answer your questions, offer support, and get through this together. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.